We almost lost Adam Burns this week. Not in one of the forest fires. Not because of COVID. But uh, because he has too many shows. He had this uh, Pride 48 weekend. A, A show about a cartoon. A show about Big Brother. He's cursing out people on Big Brother on Twitter. Anyway, it's Adam Burns, Joe Batanz. They're throwing down! Like I said at the top of the show, this is a show known as Throwing Down that I do with one Mr. Adam Burns. He of uh, Arkansas. Hello, Adam Burns. Hi, Joe Batanz. You're looking very refreshed. I will, you know, Am I? Am I? You know, and I know we're going to talk about it at the top of the show right now, but as uh, I often do before we record Throwing Down. I'll take a listen to your other show, The Geeky... Oh, it's just called Geeky Gay, right? Not called The Geeky Gay. It's called Geeky Gay, correct? Correct. Available at geekygay.com, correct? Yes, that's correct. And your show for yesterday, you were like, Now look, I love doing all these shows. I have too many shows. Okay, hold on. He got like, I love doing a show with Daniel Brewer... He is my best friend. I mean, we didn't do a show for a couple of years because he was done with podcasting. But, yeah, then Big Fatty, what an amazing human being Big Fatty is. You know, I just love him. He is probably the ultimate host. You don't get better than Big Fatty. Then I have my own show, Geeky Gay, and I love doing that. I need that show. It is a part of me. And then there's Joe Batan. So, anyway, I just told my And I was like, wait a minute. How I was waiting... <laughs> I was sitting there waiting for the for you to go on and on about me. Didn't happen. What happened there? Uh, I'm uh, I'm sorry to do technical stuff. I'm echoing back to myself. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why and, either. Uh, and also, you're very loud. But uh, I, I, I don't know if there's anything different in your setup. Uh, so I uh, I don't know what I said yesterday. I was in the, yesterday was. A very busy day, mm-hmm. and I needed to record a show. I had a very small window to record my show and to uh, to get it out, mm-hmm. and uh, and that just came out. But I don't remember what I said specifically about you. I remember that I said I loved all my shows yeah, and that I loved doing all of them. I don't. Maybe I didn't say, and Joe Batanz, he's the best person I've ever known. Mm-hmm. I would give him my left kidney. Sure, sure. You know, I'm sorry that I didn't. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I don't remember what I said. Is Geeky Gay available but, online anywhere? Well, you know, you have the technical know-how. You can pull up. It's right at the top of the show. You could pull up your own audio Oh, right well, now. that's true. I, I could. Because I then mean, right yeah. after, you're right, he doesn't say much about me. And then right after that, he's like, then I had to go, and then Mark was really mad, because then I had to go to the supermarket and buy pork chops and sweet potatoes. And I was like, oh, God, now I'm in trouble again for the dinner he had to make. <laughs> you're, and You're not, you know, the funny thing is, sure. I, mean, not a, I got a text message from you, and mm-hmm. then I mentioned some, see, these are my stories for tonight, though. So mm-hmm. you're you're eating into my story content. Okay. Um, but no, I'm, I'm not. Text. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm not Daniel. You can repeat a story. I and I'll pretend like I never heard it because the truth of the matter is, I probably wasn't listening when I was on. I just listened for my name. Um. By the way, you were complaining about my volume. It my my gain is all the way down. You're fine. You're better now. I oh. don't know what happened, but you're better oh. now. Okay, go ahead. Maybe it was nothing. Maybe it was a Google Hangouts problem uh, maybe. or something. Mm-hmm. So. uh yeah, so we had the well. Let's just go. Let's just go into my first story. So we had the Pride Forty Eight weekend, mm-hmm. and the one, and it went really well. But it, you know, oh, I want to bitch about it. Okay, well, let me tell my story, and then you can bitch about it. Okay, uh, it takes 
a village. You know, effort. It oh. takes effort to put those things together. Yeah, sure does. And I don't mind. I love, you know, Pride 48 is my is partly my creation. And it's you my love baby. and yeah. you love doing this stuff, you know. Yes. And of course, and then you have a wonderful team of people who share the burden. You know, like I'm sure Joey Boo cuz you have a, the suits and you have Joey Booker with Boo Hacker was helping you, right? Yeah. What what did he do? What 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 help did he give? Well, he did actually. He did do uh, bingo on Sunday. Oh, that's right. He hosted the bingo thing. So he and he, hosted and then, the bingo. And not only that, he was there throughout the weekend to support. Correct. He would show up at the Zoom calls. He'd make jokes. Whatever. Right. He oh. was there Friday night, mm-hmm. and he was there for bingo and the closing yeah. show on oh, yeah. Sunday. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Great. And then uh, uh, Fatty was. Oh my God, Fatty was such a presence. I would almost call him the host of the weekend. Wouldn't you say? Fatty was there the entire weekend. Fatty was there the entire weekend. What did he do behind the scenes as a suit? Let's give him all their their proper credit. So Fatty actually, so we had a we had a game show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, Pyramid. Yeah, we sure did. And uh, and it was forty eight dollar Pyramid because yeah. you know it was a play on Pride forty eight. Yeah, you know how clever are we? Mm-hmm. And uh, Fatty. We had eight games, mm-hmm. plus we did three practice games with mm-hmm. the contestants before, mm-hmm. and um, Fatty wrote all of those questions. It was oh, quite see? a lot. It was okay. See, so so there yeah, you go. He, so Fatty really contributed there, right? Yeah, yeah. He oh, always yeah. does. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He Big contributor. Okay. And then I heard Taffy on that final show. What? What? It, what? It, was she there throughout the weekend? What was her role? Unfortunately, Taffy had other obligations oh. on the weekend oh. and she was only able to participate Sunday evening. Okay. Sunday but, but she did a lot yeah. behind the scenes, right? She was doing a lot behind the scenes, correct? She wrote some never have I ever questions. Oh, she did. Saturday night. Oh, yeah, that's, did. Oh, yeah. look, that's something. And so, you know, sometimes people think, and then, and then the other suit is Taylor, it's the country. latte boy. Now Taylor, the latte boy, um, he was in charge of the Mr. And Miss pride 48 contest. How did that go? Well, he wasn't. Actually, Joey was in charge of that, and Taylor and Joey were going to do that together. Okay. So sure. Joey – and I forgot – I actually, I forgot to mention this. Joey also wrote all the verbiage for the registration for Pride oh. 48. Oh, wow. He sent that over to me, and he created the registration sure. form. Oh, my gosh. And, Joey Boomhacker. all of that. Yeah. And so he did do some other work okay. there as well. Okay. Okay. And then uh, – yeah, and what did Taylor do? He was at suits meetings. Okay. Oh, but you know what? But you know what? But he was there. Yeah, he helped make decisions. He was there throughout the weekend, though. There, he was a. You know, he's very popular in Pride Forty Eight. So just the presence of Taylor, the Latte Boy, at the big Pride Forty Eight weekend, he showed up. Correct. He was unable to attend. Oh my! He was unable to attend. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh! You know what? Like they were probably like he had some sort of press. Where, where, where was he? Like at a at a at a Joe, at an anxiety conference? Was he at Taylor an? Listen, was Taylor, he? At a, it was. He must have been at a conference for therapists or something like that, right? Is that what he was doing? He was at some sort of work related because you know he has a very busy work schedule. Is that where he was, Adam? You know where he was. Otherwise, you wouldn't be asking this. No, question. I'm just asking questions. What are you talking about? You know Taylor. He's a co-host on one of your sh- like the most popular show on your network. I think you know Taylor. Okay, so where was he? He was at Disney. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. But 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 mm-hmm. he was at Disney mm-hmm. supporting his friend yeah. Rodan, mm-hmm. who lost his partner recently. Yeah, sure. And really needs a, a shoulder to cry on and a therapist to talk to. That's true. And so that, you know, so I feel like that was an important thing. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? Also, they could, they weren't at Disney 24 hours a day. So I'm sure when they were back at their hotel in the Wi-Fi, they logged on. They're together and Rodan's a big star too. They're, uh, they logged on the computer in the, in the Wi-Fi at the hotel and they popped in and just said a quick hello. Sorry, we well, can't be there. But uh, but he, hello from Disney. If they did, I'm unaware. Oh, wow, interesting. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So anyway, okay. all, all uh, I was gonna say yeah, is yeah. Go ahead. You and Daniel could just be one person sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> uh, what I was gonna say is some might uh, say we are. Uh, maybe is that 
one one of the things. So one thing I struggle with at Pride Forty Eight, and I think the afterthought, the afterthoughties, is that what you call them? What no, do you no, call the them? afterthoughts. You know, like you know, like the, the, the afterthoughts. Like, yeah, like T H O T S. Oh, okay, that over so there. So the afterthoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mention that sometimes that when they go into the Pride Forty Eight chat room and mm-hmm. the Zoom, sure. There's a lot of sexual content. There's a lot of sexual content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you it's, know, yeah. Uh huh. It's, it's mentioned a lot. And yeah. one thing that I struggle with is I don't want to. I don't want to limit mm-hmm. anyone's freedoms in Pride 48. And no. a lot of the and a lot of the members of Pride 48, yeah, are gay men who mm-hmm. enjoy seeing porn. Sure. You know, talking about sexual things, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, on the chat room, the Discord, mm-hmm. I just, I, for right now, I put, you know, this is in an SFW channel. So mm-hmm. when you go in there, it pops up and you have to agree to it. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I want to do something else to provide a way for like other people who don't want to see stuff like that could still participate in the chat. Well, the thing about the Zoom meetings is, yeah, there are some. That decide that they want to do sexual things on mm-hmm. their Zoom camera. Yeah. When they get drunk. Yeah. And again, there are lots of people like Archer mm-hmm. who attend our Zoom calls who love seeing that. Yeah, sure. You know, but the purpose of Pride 48 is not porn. Mm-hmm. What is the point? Po- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's podcasting. And yeah. It's like you know LGBT uh, podcasting. Yeah, and uh, and so so you know during the weekend there was one incident where someone was participating in fellatio. For was that lack per- of a better term? Was that person you? No, it wasn't me. Okay. Um, on video, so I finally and they were drunk and you know mm-hmm. whatever, and I didn't want to make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. But um, I ended up turning off their video. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? They won't even know because yeah. they're drunk. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And so it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. But I mentioned it on my show yesterday and this sure person did. texted me almost <gasps> immediately. It's oh, like, really? Oh, I hope you're not mad at me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not mad. But but I am trying to figure out like what's a happy medium there because I don't want to prevent anyone from mm-hmm. – Doing things that they want to do. And, and there are those in the Pride 48 community that yeah. enjoy that. And mm-hmm. like, you know, when we have our events in New Orleans, we all go clubbing and we go to yeah. strip clubs mm-hmm. and we do all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like – but at the same time, I don't want Nicole. Yeah. For everyone you know, listening, Nicole is a very religious uh, straight woman at Pride 48. Very yes. nice, so smart. Might, might, might be the sweetest yeah. person at Pride Forty, right? She and Cronehaven might be the sweetest people, correct? Yeah, they're they're both very sweet. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Birdie Bert's very sweet as well. But anyway, so oh, wait, uh, isn't Cro- actually, wait, wait, isn't Cronehaven Birdie Bert? Are they the same? Well, what's what's her partner's name? Oh, I always get confused. I don't there's, know. There's two of them. Yeah. Anyway, so. That was just a little – I wasn't quite sure how to handle that on the weekend. And I, you know me. I want yeah. everyone to feel comfortable. Sure. And I want everyone to feel like they can do whatever they feel like they need to do. Yeah. Mike Lawson asked, was he performing fellatio on another person? Yes, indeed, Mike Lawson. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The yes. performer or the performed – because I know who it was. Was it the one – was it the blower or the blowee that contacted you? The blower. Oh, the blower. Yeah. Oh, interesting. He, okay. And he apologized and was like, I'm so sorry. I did. Okay. And I'm like, well, I'm not mad at you. I said, I was just more talking about, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to know what to do with those yeah. situations because sure. I personally don't mind seeing that. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, but at the same time, I know some people. I want a copy of that video. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I have a video. You know what? I don't know. I'll have to look. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I mean, that was that was probably the most. Uh, that was Friday night. Well, I'll the be, other yeah. Thing is, wait, wait. Before we go on, are you going to another night? Before we, I want to. I want to talk about Friday night. It's the only night okay, I attended. Yeah. I, so you're going on another night. Can I, can I talk about Friday well, night right now? Well, I'm not really. Other than to say, it would have been more appropriate during the underwear party, which was oh, yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go That's to Friday night. Let's talk about Friday. But because I, I want to go through each night. I have questions. All right. So okay. Friday night, 
Uh, I wanted to support, so I, I, I brought back the Pride 48 channel in Discord. And I let everyone, uh, on, I just made a minor I'm afraid to go in there because Why? I'm a sensitive person. No one says anything and bad. I'm like, if anyone says anything no one ba- says, bad, I'll, Adam, I'll you know for a fact that the afterthoughts are so sweet and so nice. No one said anything bad. I don't think there are any mean ones, but you know I'm sensitive. Yeah. So. yeah. so I, uh, well, I, I was there, so I know what they said. Okay, so you can, you can go there. Just ignore the parts where they said parts that were boring. But I don't think that's your fault. I think it's the fault that, yeah, well, I, so I want to just describe to everyone what was going on. So it was a very well attended Zoom call, right? Yeah. Um, and I was listening, but I wasn't in the Zoom call. I was just listening on TuneIn Radio. All right. And, uh, but then I had to go to dinner at one point. So I stopped listening and I went to had, and I had dinner. And when I came back and I went into the Discord, they were like, oh my God, this is so depressing. How sad. Oh no, this is so sad. And so I'm like, oh no, what's going on? Oh, and uh, yeah. they're like, oh, there's an an older gay man, <laughs> an old queen who's talking about how he's in dying, you know, yeah. and and it's very sad. I'm going somewhere with this, okay? Yep. And so I texted you and you answered. I know who it is. It's a guy we know named Christian. Yes. And what's funny is I told them, I go, he's not even that old. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, not funny it's not funny but it's he, sad, has, he has medical he has, he, he has medical he has issues medical yeah. problems which is funny because i told them when i met him at pride 48 i don't know six years ago or something seven years ago i would have said he was the healthiest one there yeah i mean he was he was yeah yeah uh thin good looking mm-hmm. you know so did he have a partner ever or anything that her boyfriend I don't know all the details. He never he never came to Pride Forty Eight with anyone else, yeah. like a partner. He brought a friend with him. He had a, a like a girlfriend, oh, not really? a girlfriend like a girlfriend, but like a girl who was his friend. I'm not gonna lie. That first Pride Forty Eight, I'm sure Christian would love to hear this. I would 100 percent slept with him. I thought he was so cute. Okay. Okay. I'm sure that's on his bucket list. So anyway, and he was talking about he has a bucket list and he's going to pass away. And that's, it's so odd. Cause he, I, mean, I was, I didn't hear this part, Adam. And actually I would like a copy of it if you have it. Come sure it's very sad, but he, so what did he talk? And I'm not making fun of him. There's a, there's a, there's a story I'm going through after this. So what did he say? What, did, what did we learn? Well, he basically talked about, he, he talked about what's wrong with him. Mm-hmm. He's in stage four heart failure. Is he in line for a heart transplant or anything or? No, because he has other medical. He has oh. he has HIV and he has cancer. Oh, I didn't know he was HIV. Po- I didn't know he was HIV yeah. positive. Oh, okay. so he has. Uh, he's not eligible, is what he was saying. Okay. Um, and so they just basically. I mean, this is really sad to talk it about is. on the podcast. No, it is. They basically just told him, you know, there's nothing we can do. We can make you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Here's how long we think you've got. And how long? By do they the think way, you- yeah. By the way, I would never want to know how long I've got. I'd be no, like, no, no, neither do don't I. tell me. And I wouldn't don't go on any. Me. I wouldn't go on trips. But but he's going to go on a bunch of trips. How mo- how long do they think he has? I think they said four to six months or something like that. Oh my god, this is so sad. Okay, right. So this was the story he was telling. Now now I do want for anyone who doesn't have has not ventured over into Pride Forty Eight. Yeah, I would say Pride Forty Eight is more of a community. It is. Yeah, you know we don't focus on you know it's not like Afterthought where we're trying to. But you the, know, no, wait, make hold, money off. Like, you guys up. are a community, but no, no, no. But yeah. I, what I'm saying is, I'm only want to make money. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm not saying, not in a bad way. I'm saying, uh, I'm saying that afterthought, you guys are a community, but you have a business where you're putting out content, and the purpose of afterthought is, you know, the content and the you know, all of that. Whereas us, it becomes more of a family reunion sort of thing because we're all friends. I mean, you know, and less about the podcast. We do, it is a podcasting network, but yeah. I mean, we focus a lot on the, the friends side of it. So when we get, we have a, a Zoom call. Yeah. Like I know you were saying there were lots of it that was boring. It wasn't really about well, entertaining people. It was more about like getting together and hanging well, out. And, you, you know, I didn't, I didn't, like fi- I didn't finish my thoughts on the boring part. We'll come back to that in a second. Okay. I want to get to the Christian part. Okay. So yeah, he's dying. That's very sad. I'm going to be heartbroken, so to speak, when he passes away. Okay. Uh, very nice man. Very nice man. I always remember the first time I ever saw him. 
Um, I was at my very first Pride 48, and as Fatty often does, as Fatty's a good person, he uh, pulled me aside to make sure I had a good time. He wanted to introduce me to people. He was talking to me in one of the side rooms at the presidential suite. And Christian was in there doing some sort of work for like the, the show, like the Pride 48 network, like putting yeah. something together. I don't know, maybe gift bags or something, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I ever Good saw him. Very nice man. Okay. Volunteered and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So let me get to the boring part first, what you're talking about. Then we'll, we're going to come back. We're going to circle back to Christian, trust and believe. Okay. So then. I'm listening and I'm hearing Vera and she and Daniel are going at it. And I, and I said to the people on discord, I really miss those days. I really do. Actually, when you, me, you, Daniel, Vera, we'd while away the hours. I know where this is going because you texted me. I mean, I, I like, I know what, anyway, I know. Okay. That's fine. So I go, you know what? I miss those days. Let me, I'm going to sign on. And I knew, I knew the second, I know how it is with Pride 48 and me, right? The second I was the focus, I knew there was going to be a bunch of shit talked on me on the Discord on Pride 48. I didn't care. I just wanted for old time's sake for Vera to make fun of me. Okay. (laughs) So I sign on to this, uh, this, uh, Zoom call. Yeah. And this is the part where we get to where it's boring. This fatty. And, and I don't know. I want to know, Adam, what is Pride what is Pride 48's obsession, absolute obsession with the podcast gayish? Oh. oh, well, I think, you know, I think so gayish has been around for a couple of years. Okay. But, you know, I mean, a lot of Pride 48 is is older gay gentlemen. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah. And anytime there's younger podcaster, younger guy podcasters. They're like in their who, mid-30s, late-30s, early-40s. I've well, seen yeah, them. but I mean, think about how old Fatty is. That's I mean, true. you know, okay. I mean, he's in his 60s. Okay. Uh, you know, anytime those uh, younger-ish. Mm-hmm podcasters come in they just become a a focus of a lot of people because they're like oh you know fresh meat sort of thing but i will say this Mm -hmm. you just happened he hadn't been in fact i don't remember it was a couple of hours in when you joined and i had been telling fatty hey you need to get to the gayish boys because they've been on the call for like the whole time and you're introducing people who've only been here for five minutes you need to like – because he's he was going through like a normal pink carpet mm-hmm. other than he normally goes much faster in pink carpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was trying to talk to everyone as they kind of entered the Zoom. Mm-hmm. And so I had been saying for like the whole night, hey, Fatty, uh, Kyle and Mike have been here for a long time and Dan, you need to talk to them. Yeah. And he was – and then right before you joined, he started talking to them. He and was it, on this Zoom call like for but, but the point I'm getting to. The point I'm getting to, like 45 minutes talking to these gay guys. I don't guys, think it right? was that long. Okay, whatever. Whoever long it is, right? Long time. Yeah. Well, it was long. It was. Then long. the but, next person is the yeah. good humor penguin. Fatty could not have spent less time with this poor, this poor good humor penguin. Talks to no one. You know, he lives, he actually lives kind of by Vera in the valley somewhere. Yeah. He's kind of an awkward individual, loves Pride 48 with all his heart. It was like uh, gayish boys for 45 minutes. Oh, look, it's the good here penguin. Hi, fat. All right. Next, uh, look, it's Nicole. And I was like, this poor good here penguin got no time at all. Yeah, I... I don't know. I mean, you're right, but but at the same, I, I mean, I I can't. Fatty was getting drunker and drunker, yeah. so eventually, I had to start feeding him names of people to talk to because he was just there was no way he, you could bump your old pal, your old pal Joe Batant to the front of the line. Well, I wasn't. Well, it didn't matter. Vera did. was gone. I did try, didn't I? Say, hey, Fatty Joe's. Didn't I say that? I wasn't there. Vera was gone anyway. I left. Okay, but I did stay long enough for this. This is a story. This is why I brought up Christian. You don't. You don't know this story, okay? So I was doing something to entertain myself on the Zoom call. What I I didn't care about the gayish boys. I couldn't have cared less, right? 
Okay. I was they're not they're nice. I mean Did I say did I say the gayish boys are not nice? Did I say on this no, 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 show no, did I say saying, No, okay. you did not. No. And the Carry part on. I was at, it was like Fatty was like, Oh, so who's gonna blow who? And they make look, I'm not I do not like cheap double entendres. And I know there's a big eye roll because I probably make them a hundred times, but I just it, it just it just no, I'm not a bit here for them. Anyway. So what I was doing was I was picking people in the Zoom call and then I would focus my camera on them and then just stare at them. I'm not even lying. I think I stared at Gary Bearden's Zoom camera for about 30 minutes. Just staring at him. Staring at a man, listen to shows. And that was my entertainment. Watching him listen to Pride 48. Okay? Okay. But the part I want to get to is I'm on Gary Bearden. And this is, and, and I'm going to, cause I want to say for the record before I go here, that Big Fatty is a very nice man. In fact, do you, is there anyone yeah. nicer than Big Fatty? I don't know. He's super yeah. nice. Super nice. Super One of the nicest, nice. sweetest man you'll ever meet. Okay. Yes. So what would they say in Arkansas? Sweetest pie? What would they say? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sweetest pie. Sure. Okay. He goes on this drunken bit. About dying and death and everyone picking at his bones after he dies and taking his things and who's going to get what. So I switched. Who does? Fatty did. On the Zoom call? On the Zoom call. Yeah, where was yeah. I? I don't know where you were. I wasn't watching you. I don't, so then, I don't remember. We'll okay. go back and listen. It's, it's, I didn't stay long, so whatever time I was there... So I immediately switch over to Christian's camera. Okay. This poor man who's who's going to meet his maker in the next four to six months. He is wincing so hard at all the jokes Fatty is making about dying and death. And uh, but not 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 in relation to Christian. Not in relation to Christian. But but let me let's be honest. If if you were gonna told you had four to six months to live, would you be amused by jokes about uh, uh, how Fatty's jokingly talking about how he's gonna die and what everyone's gonna do with his things after he dies? Probably not. I don't remember that. I will have to. Well, I don't know if I have that recorded, but I'll have to see if I have that recorded. But I, I believe you. I just yeah. I'm surprised I don't remember it. But yeah, I, no, I text I, I texted Lawson as it was happening. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm staring at Christian as Fatty goes does one of his classic bits about dying," you know. And Christian's just like, "Ooh, oof." I I'm, I want to know why Christian stayed on. I would have signed off. Yeah. Anyway. So that was Friday well, sorry, night. Sorry, we didn't. I do, You know, I'm sure at any time you can call Vera and and he'll you know cuss you out or whatever. I don't have Vera's number. Whatever you want, or mm-hmm. you know, Zoom him or, or oh, I Google Hangouts. I know what's going on here. You're coming through on my speakers. That's why oh. I'm hearing you twice. Well, I'm not. I'm not hearing myself now. No, so I, that, it, it's that just was mildly. Fixed. All right, there we go. It's done. Well, anyway, I I'm sorry, Joe. I I. Mm-hmm. Meant for, but Fatty was just going really slowly, yeah. and he was getting slower and slower. And then, I and then before he got to you, Vera left, and that was all you were concerned with. Yeah, and so, so then you left, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah, and then that, and I gave more opportunity for them to spend more time with Scott the Seder. After, was- after you left, at some point in the evening, Fatty did say, "Oh, and and." There were a few people that left before I got a chance to introduce them, mm-hmm. and he did call. He did g- call out your name. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, look. Your name was mentioned. Oh, that's a, that's okay. I, I'm sure there was a collective groan on the Zoom call. I don't need. Look, I have enough opportunities for my name to be heard places. Okay. I know. But uh, let me ask you this question. We spent a long time on that. By the way, do you have any stories? I don't really have much. I just did catching up three days ago. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so I want to get to something here. Tell okay. me about Saturday night. So Saturday night they had never have I ever right, and and you hosted that, yeah. correct? Yes. How did that? Were there any interesting revelations that you're willing to share on here? 
I don't think there were – I don't remember, Joe. Like there – most of the Never Have I Evers, I was going through this neverhaveiever.org, mm-hmm. which was just like – it's just a site where you can go and it literally will just feed you Never mm-hmm. Have I Ever questions yeah. like mm-hmm. over you know, over and over again. Mm-hmm. The last round was specific to podcasting and Pride 48. Okay. Um, and, you know, and they – but but again, do you I have do you have them? them? Do you have the, some like maybe we could? I, I wasn't there. I wanted to go. I really did. I, I was at my grandmother's. And I'll talk about that story. I was at my grandmother's cemetery where my grandparents are buried, so I couldn't be there for that. But um, but maybe you could run a few of them by me. That would be like maybe not you know maybe whatever would might relate to me. But um, did was there one for Taylor? Like never have I ever shown up for a Pride Forty Eight event. <laughs> You're going to just keep hammering on that one, aren't you? <laughs> well, here, here's what uh, I'm excited about. Here's what I'm excited about, Adam. If Taylor's running about two months behind. So okay. I'm excited for that day in November when I get a text or a phone call from Taylor going, you know what? Fuck you. I'm listening to Throwing Down from two months ago. And, and I was like, what happened? And he, I'm, these are every week, Adam. I get a call from him every week. I think on a throwing down in June, I said something about him and he called me and I was like, you know, he used to, for a while, he would be in the, in the chat room while we recorded. Not now. Occasionally. Rodan's in town. Now he's too busy. Um, so, uh, yeah, I have a few here. Uh, never have I ever listened to cocktails and cream puffs. So I have, so I would have to drink. Okay. Uh, never have I ever had sex with a pride 48 listener. Uh, well, no, I wouldn't I, drink. I wouldn't drink. I have never had to a Pride Break listener. Uh, never have I ever had sex with a Pride 48 podcaster. Does Mike Lawson count? I don't think you've had sex with Mike Lawson. Yeah, he's a Pride 48 podcaster. Um, okay, never have I ever attended Fatty's Bar Crawls in Vegas or New Orleans. Nope. Uh, never have I ever spanked it. Thinking about a Pride 48 podcast. Oh, good question. Have I ever beat off thinking about a Pride 48 podcaster? Oh, that is a good question. Wow. I don't know. I can tell you who the candidates would be. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, well, yeah. I, well, no, because I don't know. I, I, there was a time. It, it, it was so funny. It's so funny how crushes are. When on retrospect, you go like, I can't believe I had a crush on that person. But there was about a month where I had a little crush on West Stone. Okay. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who didn't? You right? told me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now I'm like, now I'm like, ugh, I can't even call him because it's just like I get into a... a a depression when I call him, right? The most depressing person ever. But, uh, yeah, but so, but so did I ever beat off thinking about West Stone? I don't know. Um, that's the only one I can think of. I'm trying to think if I ever beat off to your videos. I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't want to know. I, oh, then you don't want to know? Then I'm going to say yes, I have. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I, it's fine to know. I just like I. I would rather not know if you haven't. I think I'll be like, oh, oh shit. Okay. Anyway, oh, fucking um, about that. You know. So uh, there's. I'll be. You know, Adam. Things. I'll be honest with you. I think I have. I. Uh, I don't know, but I'm sure seven years ago when I first met you and I looked it up, I'm sure it was so like, oh my god, he he's fucking that but watermelon. I had. Oh my god, you know. So. Uh, people age. Show. okay so uh i'm saying that more for myself i look back and i think man I no you know what anyway. let me tell you something it's so funny that you get sad i get happy i was just talking to a friend of the show adam vaught the other day right uh-huh. and he had a friend it's like a friend he's had his whole life that i haven't seen in probably 15 years maybe more right this friend was so fucking hot like unstoppable hot like just like maybe one of the hottest people i've ever seen in my entire life right okay yeah tall lean dark really good looking like showstopper hot right then he moved to chicago and became a chicago fireman 
right? That's that's a hot job, right? Yes. And then I stopped hearing about him, right? And but just okay. just yesterday, Adam Vaught brought him up because they reconnected because of something. And um, I go, is he still hot? And Adam Vaught's such a straight guy. He's like, I don't know, maybe. I go, send me a picture. He sends me a picture. I'm not sure. Okay, he sends me a picture. Adam, he's so not hot. He is. It yeah. It happens. It's such a great equalizer, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. I was like, oh. Well, I mean, what I've always thought is I should stop being so down on myself because in 10 years, I'm going to look worse than I do now. So I might as well enjoy oh, however Jesus I look Christ. at the time. Jesus Christ. You know? Will you stop with this? Okay. Anyway, we were looking at things never have I Here's okay. a good one. Okay. Here's a good one. Yeah. Um, never have I ever yeah. been personally attacked by Joe Batanz. Was that really one? Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> never have I ever been personally. Who drank on that one? I don't know. I don't, I don't have a list. Like, of who well, did, I don't was remember. Was Daniel there? No, Daniel wasn't there. And was uh, Turniphead there? You know, you know who I think wrote that question, to be honest? Who? Uh, probably Joey. Oh, uh, okay. I think Joe – I did not write that question. Uh, I think it was probably Joey because yeah. I can't see Fatty at, uh, writing that question. Well, Fatty's not thinking and, about uh, me. The only person thinking about me is this Joey Boohacker. Um, never have I ever seen Nessa cry. Oh, never did. have I ever seen Big Fatty's balls. I've never seen Big Fatty's balls. Um, never have I ever recorded my own podcast. Okay. Uh, never have I ever seen Adam's Melon video. I've seen it. Uh, never have I ever be- had my audio critiqued by Daniel. I've had that, yes. Um, never have I ever been sent porn by Joe and Dallas. No, I never have. Uh, never have I ever recorded a podcast nude. It's not really Pride 48 related. But I've never recorded a podcast. It really wouldn't be comfortable. See, I have. I wrote that question, but like when I used to do the Adam and Maddie show, mm-hmm. um, I've I've done things while we recorded that. So yeah. Anyway, that that's most of them. I mean, there's been a guest on Archer's Gang Bang, been to a in person event, called you know, in to Fatty's show. So I had an idea today. I used to have a jokey. And I don't know, before I say this, I, I don't know if this is, I, I have a million ideas a day and one out of three million of them ever actually ever happen. Okay. Okay. But I was thinking today, I used to have a jokey event that I would always bring up as a joke. Like, okay. Like for instance, whenever I'm doing a fake award for like cocktails and cream puffs, I would say, you know, like cocktail and cream puff nominated for 11 Batancy awards. Has not won a single one. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. But there's also, it was my version of of, uh, Pride 40, Betacon, right? Remember I was going to do Betacon? That was going to be my my Joe Batant convention? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to do Betacon, because I never understand why you guys don't do anything for National Coming Out Week and Day, which is in October. And what if I did like a live streaming event on National Coming Out Day, which is October 11th? It's a Sunday. You should. And I want Dubious Attent to be a part of it. They could probably take up nine hours of the show. We have, it's not Dubious Intent anymore. Oh, sorry. Mix Minus. Mix Minus. Maybe Mix Minus can do one of their six hour marathon shows. And uh, and then I was going to ask, uh, you're welcome, America, to be part of it. I don't know if Pod is my co-pilot is too cool for school. Some of these Pride 48 shows. Uh, it's all about me. Maybe ask them. Go big or go home. Well, uh, you could ask Gayish. I know you love the Gayish boys. I don't have anything against the Gayish boys, Adam. What I'm saying is, you Pride 48, it, every, I'm going to say everyone's Gayish. Why are you blaming me? I wasn't. Who founded anything. Pride 48? Daniel. And? Me. Okay. So anyway. And we have every, a food segment. We're going to run out of time. Every, every, uh, okay, let's go to the food segment because I have a story to tell too. 
every uh, Pride Forty Eight now since the since Gayish has joined, it's all about Gayish. Well, that's always been the way until the next new thing joins. Until the mm-hmm. next new, you know, there were others. Remember uh-huh. Joe Zabia? Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, he's not a podcaster, but remember him? I mean, how's he doing? He started, by the way, has anyone heard from him? I haven't heard from him recently. No, but uh, so I don't know how he's doing. Um, but remember when he started coming and like yeah. it was all about him yes. for like two years? Yes, yes, or you're something. Right. I mean, it's just the that's way. That's a very it good point. That's a very good point. You're right. That's true. I'm, Hendrick, I'm looking... it's still about uh, anytime Hendrick is at an event, it's all about Hendrick. I don't get that either. You know, I get. I'll be honest with you. I get the gayish boys more than I get Hendrick. So, I mean, it's a thing. I mean, it just happens. It happens. So, all right. Enough about this Pride Forty Eight. Let's talk about the cooking segment. This week we had to make a recipe that I chose. It was a. Uh, did you or, see my photo? I did. Didn't you see my comment? No, I haven't looked. I commented. It looked fantastic, Adam. It looked amazing. We well, you know you had to rush out to the supermarket to get the food. Yeah, I did. No, well, only I didn't have any fresh rosemary, and I thought my sweet potatoes were too old. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you went so got I, some I gayish to... potatoes. I. Huh? Okay. <laughs> you cut out partially, so partially I didn't get that immediately because you cut out. And then it took my brain a minute to fill in gayish. Uh-huh. But also it wasn't that funny. Anyway, um, yeah, I had most of it. I, like mm-hmm. I told you last time, I already had the pork chops in the freezer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah. All right. Yeah, I posted my photo. So what did you cook the recipe? That's a trick question. I'll tell you why. Okay. If you tell me you didn't cook it and I like, I had the busiest night ever in my entire 42 years last yeah. night. Yeah. It's a trick question because it the, the pork chops are literally in the sous vide as we speak. Okay. The problem is I had a HelloFresh. I was going to like not be good anymore so i had to make that yesterday and then it's, it's just we've been all over the place and then it's been it hasn't been that long you know but i'm, so I'm, I'm you, i'll post the picture well look here's the deal and at, did you i'm assuming you made these pork chop sous vide as well i did yeah 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 yeah. It, it, it which makes it an even easier recipe yep it wasn't terribly good i have a rosemary bush in my garden so i'm not worried about that i have all the ingredients and uh, i'm imagining there can be nothing to it Right. So my question for you, because I'm literally having for this for dinner in about an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. And okay. I will post, um, I will post the picture over on discord. Well, okay. I'll, I'll give you some advice, but ask me your question first. Well, no, give me the advice because I want to, well, first of all, how did it taste? It was really good. I mean, it's very, it, it is very sweet. Mm-hmm. Very oh, it's sweet. Okay. Well, yeah, because it's got the it's got the maple. So the sauce, mm-hmm. you make a sauce with, um, with maple syrup, mm-hmm. chicken broth, rosemary, mm-hmm. butter. That's yeah. basically all that's in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do it in the same pan that you saute. Well, like when you pull the pork chops out of the sous vide, you're mm-hmm. gonna brown them in, yeah. in a pan. Sure am. And you make the sauce in the same pan, so you get a little bit of the like the fond. Yes. From the from the pork. The fond. And then you put in the maple yeah. syrup and whatever. So one thing, and I don't know if this would always be the case. So the so let's go. First of all, let's go to the potatoes. Yeah. Um, they're very simple. It's just butter, salt, pepper, and you roast them. And then, oh, and, and the onion. You do, uh, you do two. I only did one because, I mean, there are only two of us. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do two. And Mark doesn't like onion. So, okay. um, so I did uh, one red onion and then, uh, and then the sweet potatoes. It says to leave the skin on. That was the toughest skin. We had to just pull the skin off. Oh, so you're thinking I should peel it. So I'm thinking you should peel the potatoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a big deal. If if it's tough, you can just like it's just a little bit of a hassle to yeah. when they're in that ring to have to like peel yeah. the yeah. you know skin off. Mm-hmm. The, but anyway, the skin was and it would probably depend on the potato mm-hmm. because I do sometimes eat skin when I like when I make a baked potato or whatever. Mm-hmm. But these what for whatever reason these yeah. sweet potato skins were super tough. Mm-hmm. So next time I make this because it was good. Oh, so I you you would make it again? again. Okay, yeah, yeah, I would make it again. Mm-hmm. I would I would peel the sweet potatoes. So, okay, I'll peel the sweet potatoes. I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna make those as soon as we hang up. 
Because, yeah, because the, the, it was so tough that we could not eat the skin. Mm-hmm. We just had to pull it off. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the only other thing was, um, the, the sauce was really tasty, but I added some garlic because they didn't have any garlic anywhere in the recipe and I love garlic. Okay. So I just added garlic. All right. And it actually, I do like the flavor of garlic in a sweet sauce. Okay. Um, so I added some garlic and then to taste. And then mm-hmm. the other thing was for whatever reason, and I have, mm-hmm. I've used rosemary a lot in the past. Like when I'm making roasted, a lot of times I'll make like roasted potatoes and I'll put rosemary and olive oil and mm-hmm. other things and yeah. then roast them. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, the rosemary, when I tasted it in the sauce, when, when I got a piece of rosemary and actually bit down on it, it was really bitter. Okay. I'm not really sure. And that might have just been the rosemary that I bought. Maybe it wasn't good or I don't know. Uh-huh. So what I ended up doing is I I um ran the sauce through a, a little sieve to get the okay. rosemary. I cooked the rosemary in the sauce. Yeah. But then I like um I after I tasted it and figured out how bitter the rosemary leaves were, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I just um I got rid of those. Okay. I ran it through a like I said, and that's it. But it was really tasty. Um, the only thing, the only thing I changed was adding the garlic and then just removing the mm-hmm. the rosemary bits, and of course the fact that I did sous vide. Yeah, but that's the only way to cook a pork chop. Look, the pork chops are in the sous vide as we speak. As we speak, so. Adam, they're right there. So I'm right with you. Now, uh, okay, so I will I will post pictures in the Discord probably in the next couple hours. By the time this episode airs, there'll be pictures in the Discord of my pork chops. They're okay. in the sous vide as we speak. Um, Adam, uh, now it is your turn to pick a recipe. I'm sure this is going to be one of those um, multi-day affairs where I have to have a food mill. I'll let you pick And one. a chinois. I love picking one. And a chinois. I know you love picking the recipes, and since you haven't technically fulfilled your end of the bargain, your punishment is you have to pick the next recipe. Well, I ha- I'm going to turn my camera on just for a second, uh, so I can show you the different recipes that we have for the quick recipes that we have here. Um, well, this is the one we made right here, huh? The pork chops with sweet oh, potatoes and rosemary and maple sauce. We can't be that one. I'll say... Yeah. I was listening back to last week's or two weeks ago's episode mm-hmm. and, and you were throwing me under the bus for my complicated recipes. Yeah. And the reason and I was thinking about it and the reason I feel that I was mm-hmm. picking complicated recipes is because when I've heard you talking about cooking, I thought you were similar to me in that you really love trying complicated gourmet like. Mm-hmm. Yeah stuff. Uh-huh. And so the reason I was picking stuff like that is because I thought both of us equally enjoyed that. Uh-huh. Wait, know, hold on so for a second. Hold on it. for a second here. Breaking news from uh, Alex Lefebvre. Sizzler, one of America's first steakhouse chains, files for bankruptcy. Sizzler oh. files for bankruptcy. Uh, well, the problem is, Adam, I agree with you. I do actually it's like that. It's no, fine. No, I mean, no, it's no, not no, mad no, at no, you. no, 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 no. You have to remember, I'm dealing, I live with two people who for their own reasons are very difficult. Okay. My dad has the food taste of a five-year-old, a picky five-year-old eater. Mm-hmm. And my mom just has, wants to be, she wants to be the Martha Stewart of the house and has a raging jealousy and will throw obstacles in my way anytime I want to do anything that might outshine her. So she's fine with easy recipes or HelloFresh because they won't outshine her. But anything complicated, she doesn't like. I actually made this one already, but I don't think I made it for the show. The skillet steak tips with cheesy roasted potatoes and mescaline salad. I'm going to tell you something very good. Well, let's good. do that one. Okay. Well, there you go. That's, that's perfect. What, that's what we're going to do. I'll take a picture. Just send it to me. Yeah. It was a big hit. Very well received. Can I sous vide the steak first on that one as well? That one's a really quick cooking. I mean, I guess you could in theory, but it's, it's one of those uh, it's steak tips. So they cook super fast. Uh, okay. Well, that's going to be the cooking segment for today. Let's get out of here. Now, Adam Burns, do you have any other stories? I think we've talked enough about me. Okay. You can tell your story. My story is not very long. 
I, uh, you know, my grandparents passed away a couple of months ago. I do. I was really sorry to hear that. Thank you. <clears throat> and, um, so one of my uncles decided, hey, you know what? Let's all get together as a family. You know, the, the, the three brothers and their children. And go to the cemetery and just hang out, which is something I've never done before, actually. I When I've gone to cemeteries, I've seen people who do that, but I've never done it, you know? So uh, it happened to be that the times worked out, you know, uh, Lawson and I did throwing down, I mean, catching up earlier that day, and uh, I had nothing going on in the afternoon. And I decided I'd go with my parents. Well, I got to cough again. So, um, so of course my parents make everything so complicated. They make everything so much more complicated than it needs to be. So well, I was thinking, I was thinking like a picnic would be that. Nice. That's what it was. That's what exactly what it was. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but the, so the time was in early, af- early mid afternoon, I would say mid afternoon. Okay. And my parents eat later than usual, so their lunchtime is around two or three, and that's around the time of this event. So, um, we're driving around and they're stressing out. Oh my god, we're gonna be there. That's your father's lunchtime. That's when he eats, eats lunch. That's when we eat lunch. What are we gonna do about lunch? What's going on with lunch? How are we gonna eat lunch? And I go, uh, they're like, maybe we should pick up some sandwiches, you know, but then, uh, if we're eating sandwiches, what if no one else has a sandwich? Uh, then what, what do we do? I go, let me just call my cousin Roxanne, see what they're all doing. So I call Roxanne. Roxanne listens to the show, by the way. Hi, Roxanne. They're, she and her sister. Hey, Steph, Roxanne. Yeah, they're all big fans, you know. And I go, what's going on with the sandwiches? And she goes, uh, yeah, my mom's picking up a big sandwich from Albertsons. Okay. Now, here's the deal. I will say this. My parents and I, and I'm included in this, are very, very careful about COVID. Very frightened by the coronavirus. And Dr. Fauci recommends that if you're going to go to a gathering, that everyone bring their own food. Okay? Yes. So we were not going to partake in the big giant party sandwich. Okay? But, so, they decide they're going to go to Subway then and pick up some sandwiches for themselves. Well, Well, first of all, I tell them this. My dad goes... Well, what, is, what does that mean? No, 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 no. We're all going to be eating? And then I, I would take my mask off and eat. I go, just sit far away from everybody and eat. Okay? You'll be fine. So then they go, okay, we're going to go to Subway. All right. $5 foot long. $5 foot long. Okay. Maybe they've changed it now. Maybe it's $7 foot long. I don't know, but it yeah. used to be. $5 foot long. My dad says, well, what kind of sandwich do you want? And I go, I want a tuna sandwich. And he goes, oh, text me all the things. I go, I'm simple. I'm very simple. Tuna sandwich, salt and pepper, lettuce and pickles. End of story. Right? Can I interrupt you for a moment? Yes. I hate the lettuce at Subway. Okay. Uh... I hate the le- – have you ever – well, I know. I know we're running out of time and you're telling I, a story. But I'm not running out of time. You're the one running out of time. Well, I, we, all, we always do around an hour. Yeah. I, I'm okay. But uh, but have you ever – do you notice there's like a chemically taste on the shredded lettuce that you get at like Taco Bell, Subway, mm-hmm. like any of those places? I really – it's like – because I know what they do. They they vacuum seal them in a, in a plastic bag. They mm-hmm. shred it at some factory. Mm-hmm. And then, because I used to work at Subway. Okay. And then they get these big vacuum sealed bags of sh- mm-hmm. pre-shredded lettuce. Okay. And they just like rip them open and pour them in a bin and that's it. And they, to me, mm-hmm. they taste like plastic or like they, they taste weird. Okay. I don't know if you, if you noticed I that. I just I feel like everything it. at Subway tastes weird. All right. Yeah. I mean, okay. I could see that. But yeah. anyway, I don't, I never get the lettuce though okay. I, because I, I just can't stand I it. I just, honestly, I get the lettuce because it makes the sandwich bulkier. I think without the lettuce and, and that's, it really is just for appearance because I feel if you just have a tuna sandwich with pickles, it just looks a sad, flat sandwich. All right. Anyway, that's my order. In fact, I just said it once. Adam, can you repeat my order back to me? 
Well, you didn't say whether you wanted six inch or foot long, but okay, who you cares, said, yeah. huh? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. But you said a tuna sandwich with salt, pepper, and lettuce and pickle. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go, okay. But I'm, I, I am a sandwich artist, Joe. I mean, I, I am a professionally trained. I used to bake the bread, everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, keep going. How do they make the bread so uniform? Do they come in? Is that prepackaged too? Now, this was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But um, but the, but when I was there, you would get um, boxes of frozen. So the dough was frozen already in the shape of mm-hmm. the loaf. Mm-hmm. So they make the they made the dough in the factory, and then you got big boxes of like frozen loaves. Mm-hmm. But it was not cooked; it was only dough. So the process was they have a proofing rack. So you have to take the frozen loaves out. You they have these sill pats that are these mm-hmm. silicone mold things. Mm-hmm. That you put each put each frozen loaf in and spray it with water, mm-hmm. and then you have to let it proof for I don't remember how long, but it was a couple of hours probably, mm-hmm. and it would thaw probably more than that because it has to thaw out as well. Mm-hmm. And then anyway, it would thaw and proof, and then you put it in the after it proofs. I think you would slice it to get the little slicey baguette looking things. I think mm-hmm. we would do that, yeah, and then put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. So it's really simple. I mean, they're not like making the dough there but they do really proof it and cook it there mm-hmm. so yep so then i go uh salt and pepper go, all right we're on our way to subway then we're almost at the subway now and they go what did you want again I said i want a tuna sandwich salt and pepper lettuce pickles that's it and i go okay they go into the subway. Okay. My mom comes out maybe a minute, two minutes later. What did you want again? <laughs> I said, I want a tuna sandwich, salt and pepper, lettuce, pickles. That's it. She goes, okay. Goes in. Cuts it back. A, cuts back about a minute later. Do you want mayo on your sandwich? I said, nope. I mean, that is, that is a valid question, but you didn't say mayo. So no, I, I didn't. And there's, there's already mayo in the tuna. That's so, that my answer exactly. There's already yeah. mayo in the tuna. I want salt and pepper, lettuce, pickles. Pickle. That's it. They go in, they get it, right? So there's that story. Then we're on our way to the cemetery. Now, by the way, where my uncles live, we all generally live in the same area, but the cemetery is like about half an hour away. Okay. So we're on the freeway. We're stuck in this horrible traffic. We look on ways. There's an overturned truck. The delay about a half an hour. My parents are obsessed. They need to get a hold of these people to tell them they're going to be late. Even though I tell them we're all coming from the same place. So we're all in this traffic. Ignore me. Frantically texting, calling people. Finally, I was like, yes, we know. There's an overturned truck. I said, grandma and grandpa aren't going anywhere. Okay. Uh, We get there. It's the only thing I would say when I was there is, you know, we uh, stood. And I think this is good, but we stayed pretty much six, more than six feet away from everybody. Talking, you know. You know, appropriately enough, I think, don't they bury people six <clears throat> feet under the ground? Oh, yeah. There you go. So, uh-huh. I mean, that's also yeah, social distancing distance. So, so anyway, I, uh, uh, were there, and by the way, my parents have been the, they, this happens constantly, where they freak out because this has happened more than once. Believe it or not, they went somewhere and either they weren't wearing a mask or they got too close to somebody and then the person turned out to have COVID, right? And I said, stop doing that. Stop getting in people's faces or, you know, whatever. Stay socially distant, whatever. We're at this thing. We brought our own food, which is the right thing to do. Correct thing to do. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. Then my mom's like, pull out a bag of of pretzels. And she's like, does anybody want pretzels? And she starts to walk towards him. And I had to like literally put my hand out no! and stop her. And I put it out. I said, no, 
And luckily, no one wanted pretzels. I'm all, no one wants pretzels. Sit down. And she's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because then you know what it would have been? Because you know what's funny is it's not even that they're like, oh, Joey, you're so serious. They're the ones that get anxiety. And they're the ones going to the emergency room with panic attacks because they think they have COVID. Hmm. I wonder who's their son. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Betty's going through it right now. <laughs> she's having stomach issues. She, she's convinced she's dying, by the way. She went to the doctor. They ran literally every test you can run. MRI. They ran a CAT scan. Everything's fine. Blah, 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 blah. You wouldn't even know that you're related to them, Joe. I know. I mean. And, but the, but no, here's the difference. Here's the difference. And it, it is a fundamental difference. It is a fundamental difference. Is the conversations you hear me have is I'm like, I am a crazy person. Now, that doesn't mean because I recognize I'm a crazy person that the, uh, that the hypochondria stops, but at least I recognize I'm a crazy person. And then I actively reach out to my therapist or my psychiatrist and I take my, uh, Zoloft or I take my Xanax as prescribed, you know, when I have a panic attack, I, I do all the things necessary to curtail said anxiety. The problem is Betty is such a control freak narcissist. She will not admit that she has anxiety. She, in fact, gets angry. And I'll tell you, the stomach problems she has, I already know 100%, is because, as someone who suffers from this, she is so upset by the lack of control she has, especially with COVID or whatever, that she's feeling it in her gut. You know, and her gut is clenching up. And it's squeezing the acid in and it just, it's, it causes that. And, uh, but she won't take, she won't go to, she won't do talk therapy. I even got her a Catholic meditation app, will not do it, refuses, is stubborn, uh, won't take Xanax, won't take any medication, won't even take, it's just, so it's like she would rather sit in the pain and be right. In her brain, it's, there's something wrong with her. Like, I know, logically, there's nothing wrong with me, you know, but it's trying to go get to the point where I can tell my brain, convince my brain that she doesn't want to be convinced. There's a saying in The Course in Miracles, thank you, Marianne Williamson, there are some people who would rather die than change their minds. And I used to think that was a silly saying. I have found it to be so true. There are people who would rather die, Adam Burns, than change their minds. I've seen that. I've seen it. It's weird. It's weird. Thank you. You're welcome. What do you got going on next week, Adam Burns? I know Adam Mittens is probably waiting to watch uh, Love Island yeah. with you or something. Or... No, we don't watch Love Island. That's trashy. Um, no, we still have to work out. Uh, I worked out today. You know what I did? What'd you do? Have you ever done a bar class? No. Oh, I did Peloton's bar class today. You were going to try yoga. I, I haven't tried the yoga funny yet. Maybe I'll do yoga tonight. Uh, do you sweat in yoga? You can sweat. It depends. I guess it depends on which one you choose. I, I want to do an easy one where you don't sweat because I already took a shower and stuff. I, I think as long as you do a light yoga, you're probably fine. I don't know how much you sweat. I don't mm-hmm. really sweat that much. But again, we already talked about it last time that – if you do, if it's one that's got a bunch of vinyasas in it, then mm-hmm. you're doing, you're constantly getting down and up, and that can bring your heart rate up a little bit. So if you're a sweater, you could sweat, but you can do a lighter. I mean, you know, they were telling you about those that like the chair yoga and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there are lighter ones as well. But well, you know, for what? the I'll most chart, part, chair it's balancing thing. stretching. Yeah. All right. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. So what do you? So you're gonna go work out right now. What else get going on this week? Uh. Well, it's. It was my mom's birthday yesterday, and it's Mark's birthday Sunday. Sure. So, um, I, first of all, I have to pick out a present for, I have to figure out what I'm doing for Mark for a present. Uh huh. Uh, and like what we're going to do on his birthday. But then mm-hmm. we're having dinner with my parents Saturday night to celebrate my mom's and mm-hmm. Mark's birthday. Okay. So we're doing that. And mm-hmm. that's about the only plans other than whatever we do. He's having a root canal on Monday. Oh my gosh. So, uh, <laughs> So I'm going to be a supportive boyfriend. <laughs> I don't, I've never had a root canal, but I know they can be painful. So all right, we'll see how that goes. I have nothing going. Oh, you know what? John Paul and Jay Ellis may come over to the house again, following Fauci's. It's so funny because I were, you know, Jay Ellis and John Paul are such strict. Also very, very, very careful about the coronavirus. Take it very, very seriously. All three of us do. 
It's actually why Jay Ellis is comfortable coming to my parents' house because he knows that I, we all three of us take it very seriously. And he takes it very seriously. John Paul does too. And uh, we're going to do a, a, a hangout, a socially distant hangout, as outlined by said Dr. Fauci. But it just makes me feel rude. And I can feel you... Sp- I can feel you agreeing with me where like, yes, we're going to sit socially distant. Yes, we're all going to wear masks. But uh, per Fauci's rule, everybody has to bring their own food. And it just makes me feel I like was it's actually, a t- yeah, I was actually thinking something completely different. Oh, what were you I thinking? Was thinking uh, the best way to hang out socially distance is glory holes. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.